the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back. Everybody's had a uh, good restful holiday season. Uh, now that it's actually over, I guess it was over last week, but uh, I'm still really, <laughs> not really. Uh, so I got a lot of good stuff today. I'm going to have a caller call in. Uh, he's a uh, long-term friend of mine. He's a tax preparer, a professional tax preparer, and he's going to talk about required minimum distribution. There have been a lot of changes coming out this year, and um, why it's unbelievable. Nothing is as constant as change, incidentally. But uh, I like it. You know, they're letting you uh, delay taking the required minimum distributions a little bit longer, which gives your assets some time to improve. Um, and we'll be taking phone calls and questions if you have them. And if you can't call, you can always reach me at bill at bullingtoncapital.com. Or you can go to my website, it's bullingtoncapital.com. You can reach me there. And I'd be much more than happy to... Um, Give it the uh, uh, try to answer the question, or at least direct you to, to Bob, and uh, he can answer your questions if you'd like. So today, I, I thought we'd talk a little bit about uh, the market in general, uh, just beginning, because I know a lot of people are really worried, and and you know when the market's down a lot, people get worried. Uh, last year was not a good year, and uh, I think if you're looking at it from too short of a time horizon, then going to have a problem. And um, uh, so as I was going around and looking at material that I was uh, uh, going to use for this week's show, I stumbled upon this article. And uh, there's this guy named Jeremy Siegel. Uh, He's a professor of finance at the Wharton School, uh, the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, He's got a, he's an advisor to Wisdom Tree Funds. And his book, Stocks for the Long Run, I would definitely recommend most people read that 
it's in its fifth edition, uh, which is kind of interesting. And it seems like it was just yesterday the first edition came out, but that's just telling you how old I am. <laughs> but uh, anyway, widely recognized as one of the best books on investing. I have to say, yes, there I, I learned a lot from that book and uh, very, very significant. So anyway, they spoke with uh, Jeremy Siegel looking at the level of uh interest rates, where the economy was, where this where he thinks stocks are. And uh uh you know, he and he admits freely that forecasting is incredibly difficult. You know, and um you're gonna be wrong a lot, but there are certain things that you need to pay attention to when you're investing. And I won't quote the whole book for you. I just go and get the book. But anyway, this is what he had to say. We spoke on, on November 19th of last year, and he's talking about the uh, um, firm that uh, buys your perspectives, actually. It's a magazine, trade magazine. Okay, so we spoke on November 19th last year, almost exactly a year ago. The S&P was at 35.62. Yesterday, it closed at 46.89 for a gain of 31%. And you predicted that, uh, by the way, this was a... Uh, um, this is an older article. It's not from last year. But the reason that I picked this out is that I just wanted to uh, uh, point out a couple things in here. Anyway, uh, last year was his one of his best years for forecasting. It, it's important to understand why he had a number of accurate forecasts, plus his background in monetary policy and theory and policy. Topic he wrote his PhD dissertation on monetary, monetary policy with the Fed. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, it's they use interest rates, and they also uh, make available extra credit when it's needed, and they reduce credit when economy starts growing too quickly because inflation is a result of that. So I thought it was very interesting. Um, those views are probably changed significantly from the time this um, article was published. And uh, uh, it just goes to show this is investing is typically it's a long-term game. You're going to want to have a strategy that uh, adjusts itself in addition to doing some overall adjusting that uh, between and basically breaking down between stocks, bonds, cash, taking a look at which categories have done the best, some of the easier ones to uh, use, utilize or exchange traded funds uh, that represent certain parts of the market. Uh, you can get one that just buys everything in the market, which is uh, actually, not a bad idea. You just don't want to do it with 100% of your money because the volatility is intense. And that's the uh, thing that we uh, got from this, this last 12 months. Volatility is intense. You see uh, you, the stock portions of your portfolios have been all over the place. Now, they're coming back quickly, too. And I think that's one of the hardest things. When you get close to retirement and you see the long-term returns of the stock market, but you have to start paying attention to how long it took to achieve those returns and how much did the market go down by while you were waiting. Okay. So because if, especially when you get to the point where you're taking money out of the portfolio, you have run tons of simulations and showing what different types of withdrawal rates would have experienced over the past 30 or 40 years. And, and I'm telling you, if that, the old 4% or even the um, yeah, 4% rule, it, it's going to scare you uh, from time to time. Think about how 
many times the market's been down more than 20% in the last 20 years. I don't even, I, I can't even remember. I do remember that it's been down over 50% twice. That's a lot. That is a lot. By the way, the way my luck is, I'm going to retire and it's going to have one of those big drops. <laughs> so, uh, so don't worry about it. I'm not retiring anytime soon. Uh, it's, uh, that's just my luck. And, uh, but so having seen that when I was young and early in my career, having seen that, uh, going back to 1972 through 74, huge drops, the S&P was down over 50%. The NASDAQ was down over 80. Uh, sound familiar? Yeah, a lot, a lot like 2008 and 2009. And people had to live through that. Fortunately, or unfortunately, I don't know. I, I still am kind of on the fence about this. Interest rates were significantly higher. Back in those days, you could get a passbook savings account, which almost nobody has anymore. But uh, it was a super liquid, um, low-risk investment. It was paying around 7%. Treasuries, short-term treasuries, got up to 18% at their peak. That was the interest rate that you could get in a money market account. And the main reason I'm bringing that up today is that, yeah, money markets are actually paying a really good rate now. Most most of them are paying over 4%. And uh, in fact, I had a question from a guy. Let me see if I can find it here. Yeah. And if you have a question that you would like me to, to speak about, oh, no. Question is gone. Anyway, it was about interest rates. And he was interested in short-term interest rates and, um, or funds that you can invest in short-term things. So I've seen CDs of 4.3% on it, and it looks like the two-year is the highest uh, yielding right now. It's actually higher than the 5, the 10, the 15, 20, or 30, which is kind of interesting. Um, that's typically called a, a, an inverted yield curve. And that what that means is when the short-term bonds are, are paying more than the long-term bonds, if you draw a graph of it, uh, it slopes up to that two-year uh, mark, and then it starts sloping gently back down again. And the two years are paying more than the 30 years. Now, in the past, everybody said, oh, that, you know, that means there's a recession coming. Well, the inverted yield curve is caused by the actions affect the uh, Fed are taking. It's not something that pops up on its own. <laughs> it's actually done that way. Okay, so they're uh, when they start raising short-term interest rates, they're trying to put a break on um, the economy and inflation. And they may keep going; they may not. They're going to make adjustments as they see necessary along the way. And what does that mean? Well, it means that if you're looking at fixed income. You probably want to have stuff that's relatively short-term in nature. I think the uh, the current yield on one of the funds that I like to use is uh, it's over four over four percent. The average uh, yield to maturity on it is over four percent now because the the bonds are really short-term bonds. They actually, I think it's shorter than two years. But the uh, uh, the bottom line is that's a little safer. When interest rates start to rise, because a 30-year bond, which, you know, if you want to get the guarantee on the principal that it's going to pay you everything back that you paid for it, 
you know, you'd have, you might have to hold on to it for 30 years. Now, chances are you probably won't because over the next 30 years, interest rates are going to fluctuate again and will probably move in the opposite direction at some point in time. So you may not have to wait 30 years, but the bottom line is you'd have to wait a long time and those bonds drop like rocks. I mean, government bonds will go down a lot when interest rates go up. Um, actually, go to Google Finance, pull up TLT, that's a long-term government bond fund, and it'll give you a really good uh, visual of what happens when interest rates are rising. So my whole point to this conversation, you need to be careful. You're, you really need to be careful. And if you're looking, I think right now, um, I wouldn't hold a bond fund that, that's got more than a, a uh, oh, probably a two-year average maturity. So if you don't know what that means, just look it up or call me. Um, some people like to use duration. I, I understand. I'm not going to bore you with the details and try to explain that right now. Again, if you, if you have a question on something like that, you can always give me a call. I can set up a, uh, there's no cost to that. Uh, if you want me to look over your portfolio, I'll be glad to do that. I can, uh, uh, I've got the institutional version of the Morningstar database. I forgot how many securities it has in there. I think it's about 67,000 now. The, uh, anyway, um, if you have something, I can find it and I can also find out what's in it. And I think that's that, that's important. I you don't want to. Here's a common mistake I see investors making. The average investor looks at the past performance, and that's about it, and the expense ratio, and that's about it. Uh, that's just not a. Uh, you have to do more than that. You got to understand a little bit about why the performance is what it is, whether it's good or bad. Uh, you look at them all. So that at some point in time, you'll get to a point where you can look at your fund and say, okay, I, I recognize that. And I know what kind of attributes it has in it. And I know what you're thinking. A lot of you are like, hey, Bill, isn't that your job? Yes, it is. <laughs> that is my job. And I need to know exactly what we're investing in, what I can expect from it in the long run. Uh, and uh, what that means is you know, over a five or 10-year time period, what are the probabilities that we're able to hit your goals if, you, if your goals are in line with, um, I'm going to call it reasonable expectations. I think a lot of people will look at the best performing fund over the past two or three years and say, yeah, that's what I want, you know, for the rest of my life. And, uh, of course, those funds have done incredibly well over the past two or three years. That's why they're looking at them. And what happens with most funds is they'll put in a time period where they underperform, outperform uh, by a lot, but then they go through periods of underperformance. Almost every fund does that. So uh, when you have that outperformance, yeah, that's not the time I would be looking at it. I would not that you should avoid it completely, but you need to go in and look at some of the valuations on the stocks in those funds because I'm telling you, valuation is like gravity. Okay? Gravity pulls things back to earth. You you can defy gravity for a long time, but even the biggest uh, jet or the most engines on it. Sooner or later, has to has to land to refuel, and that's what's going to happen with a lot of these stock funds. They will be ahead for a while, and then that gravity is going to have their effect, and it's going to pull it back down. And what's the most dangerous time to be investing in one of those funds when they've just done the best? <laughs> when they show up on that three, five, and ten year best performer, it's typically because of the last twelve to eighteen months. 
that's something that it, it took a long time for me to, and by the way, I don't know of any software out there that actually shows you that, that can uh, illustrate that. I had to recreate this through using hypothetical illustrations, uh, paying a fortune for the software to be able to do that, <laughs> and uh, running back and looking at various time periods. And that, that's actually how I came to, um, oh, I guess, uh, collaborate with the things like the people that Jeremy Siegel is talking about in his books. Now, stocks are the best asset, or have been the best asset class in the long run. They've been. Hey, you know what? I've got a uh, quick phone call i got to take. By the way, you can call us in 216-901-0965, I think. You may have to... Uh, four or five. Uh, four or five. <laughs> Thanks. Actually, I'm going to have to uh, go to a commercial break here in just a, uh, a few seconds. So uh, I'll... Uh, I'll wait until the uh, after the commercial break. But uh, at any rate, uh, when we come back, we'll talk about, uh, we're going to be talking about taxes with Bob Klingman, the professional tax preparer. I believe is an enrolled agent, which is the, uh, I don't know why anybody would put themselves through that. <laughs> it, is, it is an unbelievably difficult uh, amount of coursework that you have to take. And then there's the uh, continuing education and uh, taxes, holy cow, they change all the time. So I'm really glad I have Bob. Anyway, I hear the music. That means i got to take a quick commercial break. This is Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. There I was, empty-handed. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wokow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right. Unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel. We're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. From an idea that started in 1967, Our Lady of the Wayside has grown to serve almost 900 children and adults with developmental disabilities throughout Northeast Ohio. It's an operation that is still growing thanks to tremendous support and generous donations like the Wayside's Car Donation Program. You can donate your ride to the Wayside for a great tax write-off by calling 1-800-368-6262. The Wayside is also looking for people to join their team. They hire for attitude and train for skills. Visit thewayside.org to apply today. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. 
Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Welcome back. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. If you guys want to reach out to me, you have questions, uh, would like to talk about your portfolios or anything else, just give me a call, 330-664-0700, or my website is bullingtoncapital.com. That's probably the best way to reach me. And uh, right now I have Bob Klingman on the line. Bob, can you hear me? Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show today. I really appreciate that. It's, uh, Bob is a professional tax preparer, and uh, there have been a lot of changes on the in the RMD space, and I have quite a few clients that are taking them this year. That's why I wanted you to, to come on and kind of talk about it. And sure. uh, um, yeah, so I want to let you talk about the major differences and what you might want to look out for and uh, uh, how you might keep yourself on the safe side. Okay. Well, the first thing is that um, the retirement package, which was known as the Secure Act of 2.0, um, which they just passed the extension in December 23rd of this year, and people look at it, and the key thing is, is that, yes, they did raise the uh, RMD age from 72 to 73. Now, that's um, for 2023, and that starts... Uh, the 2023 is if you hit 73 in 2023. Uh, if you hit 72 before that, that's what the old rule was, and that's going to be going up to age 75 in 2033. However, keep your eyes peeled because they change this thing constantly uh, based it's on just... how the economy goes. Um, yeah. As you've known, right. that they realize a lot of companies don't have pensions anymore, uh, Social Security, they keep saying, is sketchy at best. So that's why they want people to take out. But then as they have people take out, they don't have, you know, people don't have the savings. So they're trying to have actually people keep their savings for what they need. A um, couple of the big things in this bill that I don't think people know about, they're going to increase starting in 2025 the um, amount that you can put into your 401ks, and they've got a catch-up, catch-up provision. So right now, you know, you can put an extra $1,000 if you're over 50. Well, now they're going to be going so that you can put, uh, if you're between 60 and 63, you can put extra money in there. So the total that you can put in with all catch-up contributions starting in 2025 is going to be going up I think it was this year the total that even if you had catch ups was twenty six or twenty seven thousand, is gonna be going up to like thirty three thousand seven hundred and fifty. That's a lot of money. That it is a that lot is. of money. Yep. You know, if that people can afford to put it in there. That that right. that's that's a great thing. I think that, you know, allows people to if they can. 
things are tough and people are, and, you know, older people, I mean, getting ready to retire, that's a great thing. Um, right. Now, that means that the current $1,000 cap on these contributions, on the catch-up ones, that could go up. That could go up by inflation. And as you know, right. I guess inflation has been going up. Right. You know? Yep. Yeah. Especially, so, you know what? It's really interesting uh, for people who are retired. Uh, as you get older, I'm experiencing this myself, uh, the body starts to wear out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm going... Yeah, I've gone. I've been to the doctor more in the last two years than I had been in the in the prior ten years. You know, right. so it, it it's not like it's super fast, but you know, uh, I'm 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 just going to be turning sixty in February, so can't wait till I'm seventy. But the uh, the bottom line is, um, you start going to the doctor more frequently, and healthcare costs have been rising by twice the normal inflation rate for years. Right. So, uh, yeah, that, that's just one other reason to try to sock that extra money away. And uh, one thing I was going to uh, ask or point out, too, was I use a SEP for my plan. I always have. It's a simplified right. employee pension plan. And if you, if you have self-employment income, um, I'm pretty sure you can take either a simple IRA or you could do the SEP uh, if it's Schedule C. Is that correct? If it's either Schedule C or you have income from Subchapter S or a partnership, um, those kind of business incomes, you can take both on some of them. Some of those, they have like the individual 401Ks and the SEPs. Right. So you have what you set up just like your employer. It's basically same as like your employer. So you're the employer and employee. So you set up this plan. You put the money in that plan based on the provisions they give. And now you're also an employee, so you can go out and say, okay, well, I want to put into another IRA, or I want to put into a Roth IRA, and I'm over, you know, I'm over 60 years old or over 50, and I can put in an extra 7000 into here. So for some people, I mean, and, and they're capped, but some of these things, like the individual 401k, based on your income and things like that, you can put almost 50-some thousand into that, and then you could put like if you're working, you're the employer employee also. Put another twenty seven thousand in there. That's almost seventy thousand dollars. You know, that's, that's a ton of money. Yes, yes, that is. So, listen, I need you to give out your phone number so in, in case anybody wants to contact you for taxes or to uh, consulting. How would they get a hold of you? Yeah, um, my phone number is four four zero four six one five zero six seven. And the name of the business is Dispatch Tax, D-I-S-P-A-T-C-H Tax. I love the name of your business. <laughs> well, originally, the Dispatch. business, yeah, the, originally it was started back in the 80s, and we would go out to clients. At that time there, you know, it was small and things were, you didn't have computers back then, so, you know, it was easier right. to do it, you know, as far as I'm right. concerned, because I took a piece of paper, you know, wrote things down, I said, here's what it is went back and did it. Okay. Now you've got all the requirements that you have to have them sign and this and that. And so that makes that a little bit more difficult. Yep. Yeah. That's like my industry. They make this so complicated. You know, there are more funds that with a, with at least a billion dollars in them. Oh yeah. Then there are, then there are stocks for them to invest in. Right. Isn't that, that, that oh. just blows my mind. It is. 
Um, let me get back to a couple of these other. I mean, these things oh, that sure. I think a couple of these are really that really blew my mind when I started reading them. They have what they call an enhanced savers credit. Now, this is for a lot of people. And what the savers credit was was that the government, if you were in a 401k and your income is below a certain level, thousand dollars or so uh, for singles and a little bit higher for married, they would give you a percentage. Like so, if you put four thousand into a 401k, they might give you four percent. Okay, as um, as not so much as a as a credit, but a deduction, you know, from your taxable income. Okay. Right. That's fine. What they're doing now, they're calling it a saver's credit. So the federal government is going in and saying, well, okay, and I'm not sure the amounts or anything at this, but the bill turns it into a saver's match where the federal government would match contributions directly into their individual retirement accounts. So that's really, wow. I mean, I never, I says, I says, I don't know where this money's coming from, but I do. No, that's fine. It's called, called the treasury. Well, yeah, well, we're, we're, as you know, we're hitting our debt limit, so that's coming up, what, six Yeah, years? right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you're going to borrow it. So. I know, that's the, uh, but that's been, you know, that's funny, but that's, that is awesome. I, I had not, by the way, I had not heard about that. Yeah, so I'll I have to, uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's other tidbits in here that are really big, like, um, I don't know if I've spoken to you before about this, but. Uh, employees and they have these Roth 401ks um, in, with their employers, and they were required if they're still working and they hit the hit the required minimum uh, age that they had to take out of that 401k. Well, now right. in 2024, they won't have to take those RMDs and they can keep that money in that Roth account. And oh, that's great. And that's big. That's big because, you know, I mean, people don't want that. The reason why you get into a Roth 401k is the fact that, you know, you don't ha- you don't really have to take that out unless you want to. Right. Hey, the- you know what? We got a phone call online. Uh, so I'm going to uh, pick him up. He's going to join the two of us and we'll see okay. what he's what, you know, got a question he's got. Hey, Jason, you're on the Bullington Capital Report. Yeah, thanks for getting me on. I'll keep it brief because I, I love the knowledge that, that's being imparted by you guys on this and the tax part. I just had a quick question on the RMDs with the life expectancy table um, for that's coming out now. Are they are they going to adjust that? I know they're pushing back the age when you have to start taking the RMDs. I guess what I'm wondering is, are they doing anything about the factor, that, that um, divisor number? I think it's like 27 or something. Are they going to try to get their money? The government's still going to try to get their money at the same uh, at the same rate by by lowering that number. Because um, you know, as you get older, they want the, they they have to lower that number so they end up getting the money before you die. Essentially, what are uh, they doing they, about they that? Have a little bit. I mean, originally it was twenty seven point four. What that means is that you would take all your IRAs and divide it by that twenty seven point four, and that tells you how much you have to take out. Now what they have is the divisor is 26.5. So, yes, it is indexed a little bit. Um, that's, what, 0.9%, and I don't think that much. So really, unless you have, you know, you're know taking out a lot, uh, it really hasn't changed that much. So the answer to your quick answer to your question is, yes, they've changed them, but it, not, not drastically. Okay. okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, for the uh, 
<laughs> is he st- is Jason still online? Yeah, I'm here. Thank you. Okay. Um, did that answer your question? It did. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is pretty funny, Bob. I'm doing this from my uh, home office. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, it's the first time uh, using this technology, so I apologize to the listeners out there when they hear us, you know, over you're talking over each other and whatnot. We'll get it down sooner or later. That's okay. But uh, but anyway, I appreciate. Yeah, that that is really interesting. Uh, and uh, you know, so many people don't realize. It. Well, here's what I find really funny. Okay, so. The average life expectancy of a 65-year-old male, I think, is, is age 80. Correct. Oh, there the average, yeah, average life expectancy, 65-year-old female is like 81 or 82, somewhere around there. And if they were making you take it out based on the average life expectancy, you would be ha- you'd have to take out a whole lot more. Oh, absolutely. Think about it, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So really... they are giving you... Yeah, it really doesn't come out to that. The factors have not changed that much. They're the single-life single, uh, single life, uh, annuity factors, and they really haven't changed that much. Uh, matter of fact, this was the first year that they have indexed them since at least for 10 years that I know of because it's, it's been the same. And it's, it is to take you know into account for moving the age out. Okay, it does take that in, but from our sense, from an individual sense, it doesn't mean a lot. But when you compute it over the, you know, how many millions of people, yes, that's going to mean right. a lot. So, right. yes, for the individual person, it's not going to really mean that much. Right. Yeah. It's, right. Uh, um, and if it, somebody has questions on this, uh, if you want to give me a call or an email, it's uh, Bill at Bullington Capital. Bob, why don't you give out your phone number, too? Yeah. Like I said, my phone number is 440-461-5067. Okay, and if you couldn't write that down because you're driving, then uh, just give me a call, Bullington Capital. I can direct you to Bob, and uh, I just want to make sure we keep getting that uh, name right. out there. Because uh, how long have you and I been working together? I don't know. I, I lose track of time. Let's put it that way. Yeah, at least over <laughs> it's got to be all that. Yeah, I was going to say it's got to be at least twenty years. Yeah. So that's that's pretty interesting. I really like Bob a lot. He's the, uh, very down to earth. Uh, answers your questions directly, in uh, uh, no monkey business. <laughs> well, that's you know what I mean. But, it, it's, I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, you may not like what I have to say, but I'm going to tell you what it is. That's why, and it's it's not my decision. I'm telling you what they have. You know, right? Yeah. Yep. So. Probably why we get along so well. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've gotten. I'm, I'm an I'm an enrolled agent, okay. And as you said, I represent people. But I mean, I also there's. And you have to remember, there's tax avoidance, and there's tax evasion. Tax evasion right. is if you implicitly and knowingly do things to skirt the law to get away with it to get more money. Avoidance is to try to pay as less taxes as you can. That's totally acceptable, okay? Right. And the IRS exactly. understands that. And that's from right. my side is I work with people and I work with situations to try to lower your tax bill as best I can. I mean, there's right. a lot of gray areas, and I commiserate with right. a lot of times with problems. And, I mean, you'll, you can ask my wife. 
I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll say, oh, that's it. You know, and it's like, I got to get up and either write it down because I'll never remember it in the morning. But, it's you know, right. there's different angles that come to you, but it's not right at the right time. So people expect, you know, answers right away. Sometimes I can't give that to you, you know. Right. Yeah, sometimes it's, you have to think about it quite a, quite a bit. And same and, uh, as with you. I mean, it takes time. There is no black and white answer. Yep. Hey, you know what? We got to take another call here. Somebody, uh, uh, Joe is calling. He's got a question for you. Okay. Hey, Joe, you're on the Bullington Capital Report. All right, Bill. Thanks a lot. You, as usual, you got excellent topics for us here in Northeast Ohio. And Thanks. Bob, I'd like you first off to repeat your phone number if you could for us. Yes, it's four four zero four six one. Five zero six seven four four zero four six one five zero six seven. That is correct. All right, Bob. Thank you so much. Hey, I got a question for you. As we all get older and we get illnesses, and uh, I've been very lucky myself for for my whole life seventy uh, seventy eight years here. Wow. I've been married for 36, and I've been investing myself, listening to Bill from all of his advice over the years, and I, I like to think I did pretty well for ourselves. But, but we always have this. Oh, oh, we always have this illness of our loved ones, and my wife now has had to go into like a memory care unit. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh I can't take care of her anymore at home. Right. So I'm wondering, on, on our taxes, is it is there some place in our... Because I'm the one that's... I'm looking for every angle I can, you know, to pay as little taxes as I can. Even though I never made much money my whole life, I still don't like paying the government all this money and they hand it out as they feel like it. Right. Uh, is there some deduction that you can use when people have loved ones in nursing homes or in uh, assisted care, memory care units? Yes, Did there is. Well, um, it gets down to the whole thing of, uh, it gets down to the itemized deductions, okay, which is, that's part of medical deductions, which is 7.5% of your income, and that gets down to the fact that you add that together with your property taxes and other taxes that you have, any interest on the house and charitable contributions, and you put them together and um, you get a total amount. Now, when they redid this CARE Act and the new bill back in 19, the standard deduction got very high, as you know. Like it's like for married couples over 65 is almost $28,000. A lot of people can't touch that. But when you talk about the situation where you're talking about nursing homes, I did this with my father because we were paying 6000 a month, okay? Yes, yes. In, in nursing home costs. Well, that's 72000 a year. And that, right. Even if you take your 7% of your income, you can deduct that whole thing. I mean, but what you have to remember is um, you have to make sure that what the cost is, you have to get a breakdown from the nursing home, what is... Um, medical and what is like uh, uh, the 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 home part where they live? Okay, because some have that. Now a lot of it, if they're if they're required to be there because of a doctor's thing, the whole thing is deductible. 
And a lot of times in those later years, it's a lot of money, yes, but and that's a big deduction. So in those years, you may be paying nothing for taxes because of that. It's it's a little comforting. You're still paying the money for the nursing home, but at least you might get a little bit of a break that way. Well, that sounds good to me, but I have no income now other than my uh, RMDs right. and Social Security and a little pension that my wife and I both have from a company we used to work for. Right. But uh, our income is about, uh, I don't know, I think about 45000 a year now. Okay. But uh, with my uh, my own uh, research on uh, mutual funds and uh, investing in, into those, I did pretty good for the past 36 years. And I'd have to say for the past 20, uh, I've been stupid and haven't known there was, that there was any downturns. You know, I just kept it in there with some quality funds. And I like to think from Bill's advice over all these years, over the radio for the same number of years, uh, I, I kept it in there and they grew <coughs> and they, uh, even though they had those downturns, they came back real quickly. But I am uh, really worried about this past year, 2022, that uh, I think I've lost about 25, 30 percent. Of uh, of our IRAs, which is, uh, and that's where all of our investments are. Okay, and now let me stop you there for a little bit. Bill can talk. We got to get to a break. Okay, go ahead. Okay, actually, we we got to take a real quick commercial break. You want to hang on, Bob? Yeah. Or okay, yeah. Uh, we're gonna just take a real quick commercial break. This is Bill Bullington, Bullington Capital Report. We'll be back after these commercial messages. Rags, they're really important, and I don't mind saying so. Or even getting called the rag man by my boys. You see, from my earliest days apprenticing with Lee Newberg, I learned about the four things required of a true professional plumber. Answer the phone when the customer calls. Show up on time. Do what you say you're going to do. And clean up your mess. That's it. And cleaning up your mess is one of the most important parts. It's one reason why Lee and I loved working for the older Eastern European ladies in Cleveland. They always had plenty of well-laundered rags, and they let us use them. It just made the job cleaner and easier. Plus, they were great ladies. You know, we've always been blessed with the best customers in Cleveland. Nowadays, my sons often find me by the washing machine at the office cleaning and folding rags. That's how I got named the Rag Man, and I take it as a compliment. Because clean rags, and plenty of them, are an essential component to the Wallacadoodle experience. Consider it done at WyattWorks.com. License number 30185. No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferrance here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com below. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. 
Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield High Performance Glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on the spot pricing 440 243 5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Well, welcome back. This is the Billington Capital Report here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Uh, feel free to call in if you have a question, uh, 216-901-0945. And we're talking to Joe. And Joe, do you want to finish up your questions for Bob? Yeah, that, that's about it. I just have some positive comments for your suggestion all these decades, Bill, that you've been on the air. That's all. And Bob, uh, Joe, I really appreciate in it. contact with you in the future also. Thank you so much. Oh. Hey, hey Joe. Okay, thanks for coming, yes, sir. Hey Joe, let me make let me make a suggestion too. I know you talk about how your accounts, you know, doing this year and everything like that. That's something you can talk to Bill about. Um, when you talk about accounts that do go up in value, and you do have people in the nursing home, those are the years that you want to say, "Hey, I know I'm going to be paying X amount of money out for the nursing home. I can take funds out of you know more out of my either 401k." or if you have funds that are not in a 401k that have increased in value and take your capital gains there because you're going to take the capital gains, you might as well take them against whatever you're paying in the, you know, for the nursing home. But that's something that you have to keep track of yourself and keep an eye on. Uh, you know, where do the funds stand? Can I take money out? Do I have funds that are, you know, uh, not in a 401k that I can, you know, take out and take against this, you know, money that I'm paying out? That's where you make up and things like that. Yeah, we uh, we don't have any more four hundred one k's, but they're all uh, either traditional IRAs or right. Roth IRAs. Right, they're all IRAs. And a small right. amount of uh, individual funds. Right. It's right. just a suggestion right. and just something that you yep. need to sit Thank down you so with somebody you know and take a look at. That's all. Uh, thanks, and thanks for calling in. Now we got to go to John, who's been patiently waiting. John, you're on the Bullington Capital Report. Belated Happy New Year. Keep up the good work. You're hitting 60. I'm 86. Thank God I'm not in a wheelchair in a nursing home. <laughs> yes. I, I tell you, yeah, your coverage for years has been wonderful. I'm a loyal listener. You may want to touch on, and your uh, tax gentlemen, there's a gig workers and freelance workers. They have already let the cat out of the bag. They're naming the baby before it's born. There's some kind of IRA-related savings for people who are freelancers and gig workers. Yes. Right. And you may want to cover yep. that thing. Yeah. I'm giving some homework for you. And, oh, uh, thanks. That, yeah, that is, that's a great idea. That is a yeah. great idea. In fact, John, I'm going to talk about that next week. Keep yeah. the good work with all the gig workers and COVID. Everybody got yeah. the Zooming. Zoom is a four-letter word, but anyway, I'm trying. <laughs> right. Yes. Keep up the good work. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. He's right. He really Thank is. You. He really is. That's uh, It's something that, yeah, it's out there. It's another new and emerging. Once again, something oh. else. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually been there for quite a while. Yeah. And so we have a lot of people who we set up, like, you know, I have a SEP, a Simplified Employee Pension right. Plan. 
uh, it's just easier. And if you were, if you've got Schedule C income, I'm pretty sure you can contribute to one of those. Yes, you can. The, um, yes, you can. Okay, so so here's what I really like about that: it you can put a lot more money in it than you can a solo 401k. Correct. Correct. So, but you have so, to look at each one. There's like you know, there's yes. the SEP. There's a solo 401k. Um, what's the other ones? There's, there's like three or four. But, They're all across yeah. the way. And right. uh, slipping me right now, but yeah, you're right. And you have to look at and each so, person individually. Yes, you you do because whatever I do for myself, I have to do for my employees. On some of so, those, yes. Uh, On some. Yeah, of them. that that's right. So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the one where I uh, I have a much more liberal uh, amounts to be able to contribute in my own account. But whatever I have to do, then I have to do for my employees. That's so correct. I like, yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, I can put more money in it than I could the solo 401k. But uh, it's getting pretty close though because they keep raising the solo 401ks. I don't know what they did with the staff. So I'll have to look that up. But uh, but yeah, you have options when you have uh, side hustles. And you can still uh, take some expenses, maybe. Uh, depends on how you're doing, and you know more about that than I do by far. Uh, but being able to set up those extra retirement accounts, that's a big deal. That's a oh, really yeah. big deal. Oh, yes. Yes, so, it uh, is. It is because, it, I, it, but I mean, like, I, they're very confusing. They are yes. very confusing. So they, you really they absolutely are. You have to have your facts in front of you. And have the figures, because just to say, well, what can I do? Well, right. I can tell you what you can do, and here's what the max. What are your numbers? Yeah. And here's right. easier to say, here's what you can do. Here's how much you can right. do. Here's what you have to do. Remember, though, some of those plans have to be set up before the end of the year. Like, I, right. know, the, yep. I know the 401k has to be set up before the end of the year. Right. You can contribute, yeah. up, you can contribute up until the uh, due date of the return but they have to be set up to take advantage of them before the end of the year. Yep. Yeah, and for all the various types of uh, self-employment retirement plans that are out there that might let you do more than an IRA, we have forms available, uh, and uh, I would probably put them in touch with you, Bob, to to really discuss how much they might want to do in, say, a solo 401k or a... uh, Except for just a regular old IRA. And then, from your side, because I know you deal with Fidelity, Fidelity is fantastic as far as helping the people set them up. They are great. They are very good. They They can help you set them up. Yeah. So they are are wonderful. Yeah. uh, In fact, yeah. Yeah, we we have a whole team there that we talk to constantly in uh, like seven... There are seven people, and then those seven people are connected to all the specialists in all the other areas, whether it's a municipal tax-free bond or uh, retirement plans, and those are divided because there's so many of them. Uh, they'll get us, they get you to the right person, and uh, it's just really nice to be able to call. That, that's essentially the service that we provide is, in addition to the investment management, trying to figure out you know, what kind of investor you are, how much risk you want to take, how much returns do you need, how many, how much in return would you like to get? Then we're going, okay, now how are we going to do that? Are we going to use uh, solo 401k plans? Are we going to do IRAs? You have rollovers from a, uh, an employer's 401k plan. It's a, um, it's a lot, but we have a 
ton of support in all those areas. So I'm really appreciative of what they've done over the years because they're just so easy to work with. And uh, same with you. You're you're that's that's why I'm still working with you because you're easy. <laughs> well, I, I, I try to and, stay with what. I mean, some of these things affect a very few people, but a lot of them, a lot of this stuff affects a lot of people. It really does. So I, I like yeah. to stick to the big ones, you know, and things like that. I mean, I can get into the smaller ones. That's okay. But these ones that really help people, you know, I, that's what I like. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. It's the, uh, uh, yeah, I, I agree completely. And it just gets more complicated each year. I was looking at these changes that they made. I'm just like, wow, you know, it, it, it's exhausting. And that's when you've been doing it for a long time. (laughs) Well, I I, I I can't imagine. Yeah. But Hey, I only got about 15 seconds left here. I just want to say thanks, Bob, Bob Kleeman, dispatch tax, uh, throw your number out there really quick because then we got to run. Okay. Thank you. And have a good day. It's four, four, zero. B7. All right. Well, have a good weekend, everybody. Good luck. Good investment. Thank you. You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m., on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.